I'm Kate Daniels. Getting a good education is an important foundation for our kids' future. And having the educational costs planned and paid for as they reach college age, what a gift. Luke Miner, the director of Washington State College Savings Plan, is here to tell us how to do it. Luke Miner, good morning, and thanks, as always, for taking time to join us and get us more up-to-date and uh, really enthusiastic about Washington State's 529 programs. Oh, of course, Kate. Thank you so much for having us here. We're, we're excited to uh, continue this conversation and, and see what we can do to help families save and plan ahead for college costs. Exactly. And, you know, this is still uh, a very important and and, uh, timely conversation to have because, yes, there's a lot of talk about, you know, what's going to happen with college tuitions and talk about uh, providing tuition costs or that sort of thing. But that still is all very vague. And there still will be a lot of cost uh, involved, even if it isn't the actual tuition, if that comes to fruition. So it, it's important to know what's available. And we've talked about it before, but, you know, different people hear it at different times and hear it differently depending on circumstances. So let's just kind of give an overall view of uh, what Washington State has, because we've had it for, uh, well, one of the states that had it, has had it for the longest period of time. That That's absolutely right. We've, uh, the GET program has been around since 1998. Uh, that was our first uh, foray into college savings here in the state of Washington. And it's what's known as a prepaid tuition program. So it allows families to prepay the cost of future in-state tuition. And one of the big benefits of the program is it carries a state guarantee that no matter how much tuition goes up over time, you've already paid for that tuition expense and you have it covered uh, now and into the future, whether you use it 10 years, 15 years, or 18 years uh, for a newborn child, for example. It'd be 18 years from now, you buy your tuition, that's already uh, set and paid for, and the state guarantees that your investment will keep up with that. We have a relatively new program called the DreamHead College Investment Plan that is more of an, a set of investment options available to families, and that, that just provides additional tools and options to help families prepare for for these uh, these expenses you're talking about, because as you said, uh, while there have been talks of, of free college, it's it's often not quite under the if you look under the surface, not quite as advertised. Um, there might be uh, a lot of financial aid available to help offset uh, some or all of the tuition bill uh, for certain families, but some families won't get the completely free tuition, and. Even for families that do, there are those room and board and other expenses that plans like this can be used to save for. And what's beautiful about the plans is that it's not just university education. It is a community college education, which I think we're beginning to discuss uh, as being really critical to get those uh, those basic jobs that are uh, in the trades that are so critical in our world, there's tuition that can be covered. That's right. That's definitely right as well. And um, and one thing I haven't mentioned yet is a very uh, important feature of both Get and Dream Ahead. They're both what are known as 529 plans. And 529 just simply references a part of the tax code that defines what these plans are. And they do have federal tax benefits. Any of the earnings you have in your account, any of the growth over time, 
grows tax-free and it remains tax-free when you use it for eligible expenses. And so what are those eligible expenses? We were talking about tuition, room and board, books and supplies. But as far as where you can use it, yes, you're exactly right that it's uh, not just for your university. It's community college. It's technical school. In fact, recently they've added apprenticeship programs, costs associated with those. You can now use 529 plans to help cover. Uh, additionally, student loan repayment, which many students are still, you know, people who have, you know were students years ago are still under the burden of student loan repayment. So if they've had some savings in a 529 plan, they can now put uh, put money towards paying those down as well. So they continue to increase the flexibility of these plans because they recognize every child um, and every person's trajectory is different. Four-year university isn't for everyone, and it doesn't need to be for everyone. What, what people want are is good post-high school training that will prepare them for the workforce. And the good thing is more and more 529 plans are adjusting to better accommodate that and recognize that the plans are different and and plans can change. Kids don't always know what they want to be when they're five years old. They might have lots of ideas about what they want to be, and it ultimately looks very different than, than what they thought at one point in time. And it just occurred to me today as I was thinking about this, Luke, um, say a, a student gets a scholarship, can these funds be used, these savings be used for graduate school? Definitely. You can use uh, the funds for graduate school. If a student gets a scholarship, um, families often find that there are other expenses the scholarship doesn't cover. Um, but ultimately, too, there's you know another thing we could ask is, like, if my student can't use it, then what? You can transfer these plans to family members, um, or uh, you can even transfer it back to yourself if you ever wanted to go go back to school and uh, advance your learning as well. So it's really flexible how, you know, the timing of how you can use it. We have a lot of time to see if plans change, if a student doesn't need access to the funds right away. But ultimately, you can make that decision to, to move it, you know, to another family member who, who could benefit from that. And that's what's so great about the it, that there is all this flexibility, so no one going into it needs to feel so restricted, like and or fearful. It's because it can be so well used, and you know, if we uh, have a child that ends up not wanting to do any kind of post secondary education, you know, maybe at that point in time we are the ones who feel like you know I had dreamed of doing X. Uh, now the funds are there. I can go and do it and, and not feel the, the least bit restricted. Definitely. That's right. And we do, we do see um, parents who've been saving with these plans make those kinds of decisions. And, you know, either way, if, if someone's benefiting from this and furthering their education, that's, that's where we want the money to be going. Um, but all that said, you know, another reminder is that this is money that people are saving it in these savings accounts, the Dream Ahead account and the Get It account both allow for families to get their money back out if plans change to the point where someone's not able to use it for higher education. That money has grown over time and has whatever that future value is. But what families will lose if they don't use it for uh, college expenses are the federal tax benefits. And you may have to pay a penalty just on the earnings portion. So it does reduce the, the overall benefits of using the plan, but it doesn't negate the, you know, the fact that you've saved and you certainly don't lose your money. So that's we always remind families who are uncertain about that because that's often a barrier to them is I don't want my money locked up in something that I could lose if I don't have a 
you know, the specific use for it. But fortunately, that's not the case. Still, their money that they can access. Um, but of course, you're going to get the maximum benefit if you use it. You know, you, the student you originally set it up for, or yourself, or another family member uses it for those college costs. And th- now there is the key thing about setting it up for a student or a number of students what that means to them, the message that it communicates in terms of having funds set aside that this is your college education money. It it affects the way that they look at their future, doesn't it? It does. Studies show that students who at a young age know that someone has started saving for their future college expenses have a better academic trajectory. They do better in high school. They go on to college at higher rates and ultimately graduate from college at higher rates. So that, and a lot of this information came out of studies of what are known as children's savings accounts, which aren't always linked to 529 plans, but they often are. But the, the point is it's money that, um, you know, often uh, a philanthropic organization or a state may make an initial investment, a, a seed deposit into an account for a child and then works with the family you know, on, on financial literacy and financial education and ensuring that that student is exposed to that conversation of why college is important, how they, you know, they can do it. They are college-going material. We're, we believe in you and in are investing in you. So it's studies around those kinds of programs that are showing these really promising results. And so something we're really getting excited about in our state is we have had um, some members of the legislature over the years have introduced legislation that would enhance our Get and and or Dream Ahead program by offering incentives to families. And we're really excited about that. We haven't gotten that idea across the finish line yet, but we're trying to restart the conversation. Uh, We're having an event later later this month, actually, that's addressing this very topic and seeing, again, some families need that extra push, that extra incentive to get started. And we want to make sure all students in our state at all income levels are benefiting from this active savings. And that act of savings, uh, there's just a, a, such an easy way or a simple way to look at it on the website. It's Hootie, who is the wise owl, uh, comments on what it takes if we were to save X amount of dollars a day and what it adds up to over over the years. That's right, yeah. Uh, Hootie is, is our college super saver, and he, he knows his stuff for sure. And it is all about those efforts adding up over time. Many families, another barrier they hit when thinking about saving for college is they're like, oh, my goodness, it's going to be tens of thousands of dollars each year to pay for this expense. And, you know, the, the reality is most families do rely on a combination of efforts. Most families aren't able to save enough to fully fund a college experience, and that's okay. We, we don't want families getting discouraged. It's likely m- many families are going to need to rely on a combination of efforts. But as much as you can grow the piece of pie that is going towards the college sa- or the college savings is paying for, that reduces things like the need for student loans. We know this. We have a big student loan debt problem in our country, over $1.7 trillion now in federal student loan debt. And you know, every dollar you save today is a dollar or more down the road. You don't have to borrow and pay interest on. And so we always remind families of that, that, you know, do what you can, set aside small amounts. You'd be surprised at how much it adds up to be. And, you know, just be realistic and don't don't try to uh, set an unattainable goal. Uh, you know, do the best you can. If you have 
different things come up, like you get a pay raise, see what you can do to increase those amounts over time. But at the end of the day, any efforts you're making now and the earlier you make them are, are going to add up into the future. And again, the goal is to reduce the need for student loans into the future. So something as simple as saving $5 a day, and I think many of us in this area relate to what $5 a day might be, but mm-hmm. saving that per day over 10 years, that it builds to $18,000? Yeah, even and that's before any potential account growth, too. That's just the, the amount that, that's accumulating um, that you've contributed. And so in most cases, you're going to see that, you know, it could be, you know, it could be a few, uh, like half, you know, one and a half times that amount. It could be double. It really depends on what you're invested in and how those have performed over time. But, you know, time value of money, it, it grows. So, so again, those, yeah, 18,000 is just pure contributions. And um, many families uh, do very well above and beyond that. So let's take the time right now that the reason we're t- having this conversation at this time in May is because the GET program does require enrollment if you've not enrolled in the program yet. It needs to be done before the end of the month. And with that with that program and even the Dream Ahead, once you have an account, anybody can contribute to it. So it's not just your investment, but gifts for this child going forward. Uh, those monies can go in and help grow it faster. Uh, that's another very true statement. And we we really encourage families to get in this mindset. And we're seeing it more and more of this crowdfunding mentality as families working together, you know, grandparents, aunts and uncles, uh, friends and neighbors. Uh, it can make a great baby shower gift because you can start an account before a child's even born, uh, naming yourself as the account benef- owner and the beneficiary, and then changing it to your child when they're born. Uh, so this is a great way to jumpstart your college savings is getting this habit of family members, you know, contributing at special occasions, birthdays, holidays, kindergarten, graduation. And, you know, there still, still can be room for the toys. I know, you know, uh, we've talked many times uh, leading up to, and since my daughter has been born, she's 15 months old, and I know that she would, uh, we never let her get a toy from her grandparents. I think that would make them sad and her sad. But, <laughs> but they, you know, it doesn't have to be lots of toys for every occasion, right? You can buy a toy or two and then contribute uh, some funds to her college savings as well. And so we worked that out as a family, and we, we do it for our nieces and nephews, um, you know, my in-laws and my parents and um, brothers and sisters-in-law do that for, for hope. And it's, it's a good thing. It all helps kind of encourage us. We're all kind of, in a way, partnering together and challenging each other to, to grow those savings over time. And it's such a good feeling then that you, to be part of the future in that way, making it just something that's uh, this beacon out there that we move forward to, but knowing that we're all just part of this uh, community, this family that's contributing to it. It's it's that feel good is is beyond words, actually. I, I completely agree with that. And, and while we're early in our journey on that, we're already starting to experience a lot of that because it really puts us in this mindset. And this is what we were talking about earlier is, is I do think this has, well, you know, and studies show that this has an impact for young children. If 
this is kind of the mindset that that their family members have is rallying around this child and lifting them up and planning ahead for their future, um, then they often are going to have better outcomes and better results. And that's why we're working hard to try and expand this opportunity to families, again, at all income levels, because not every family has the discretionary income to be able to, you know, they may be trying to make um, ends meet and, and meet day-to-day expense needs. But that's where programs like Children's Savings Accounts come in, where, you know, the state or other organizations can help chip in and get that college savings started. And, and sometimes that's all families need, even if they can only contribute $5 a month, um, they, if they get that jump start, that might be the catalyst they need to, to get those efforts going. And the child starts seeing those same benefits. And, and I think there's just something, I'm going to call it magical, that happens as we look at that account and see it beginning to grow and expand, that then there can be that mind shift of, oh my goodness, what can I do differently that I can actually add more and it's going to grow bigger? And getting the child aware of it too, I think adds to that stimulation. Definitely, definitely. And kids do, you know, besides us seeing that kids do better academically, uh, you know, can go on to college at higher rates, they know there's college savings happening for them. It is also a valuable tool in just general financial education and literacy. And uh, unfortunately, uh, that is something that in this country these days is not high enough among people. So that's another thing. We've been partnering with lots of organizations to help Make this, uh, for example, there's a program out there that actually gets us into schools as curriculum. It's, you know, there can be savings days where, where kids bring in small deposits of coins uh, at the end of a week, and it can actually be directed to a, you know, credit union checking account or a savings account or a, uh, or a 529 plan like GET, where we've been talking with some folks where seeing if we can make something like that happen in our state. Uh, but at the end of the day, yes, um, students being aware of and involved in this active saving is a very powerful thing. And it's exciting to think that it could become part of the curriculum because, yes, any kind of financial education has been dismal, I think, over the years. I, I can remember eons ago when I was in school, we would do a little bit of it, but that was in the days of you know writing checks and knowing to balance the bank account. But now it's we're so far beyond that. Kids really need to have more of that awareness so that they are better prepared for their own futures. And this would be such a fabulous way to do it. Yeah, we're very excited about that effort. And in the meantime, we continue to take those opportunities where we can find them of again, exposing uh, families and kids to this uh, powerful message of saving and financial education. But we're hoping to do more and, and like you said, bring it into the classroom for kids where it's, you know, they're already in that mode of learning. So it's a, it's a great fit, and we, we are very hopeful that we're going to make strides in that area. So currently, if someone does not have um, an enrollment uh, in GET, it needs to be done before the end of May, correct? That's right. Every year, our, our enrollment deadline for the GET program is May 31st. And, and yes, it is an annual deadline. So if someone misses out, we're back in November. But what you're missing out on is, is the, this year's price. Every year, our governing committee sets a price for what we call tuition units. And as a reminder, GET is a program that lets you prepay the cost of future in-state college uh, tuition. 
So the sooner you get in, the younger your child is, uh, and the sooner you buy in, the the lower typically your unit rate is because it's subject to change every year. And so that's a very motivating factor for families to get started, though. While we think that's an important feature, I think a more important thing for families to consider is how old is your child and how much of a time horizon do you want to save? We find that families who are able to be in this mindset, you know, again, even before a child's born or, you know, while they're still in grade school, they have yet is a, a program that works very well for families who start at those ages. Once you start getting into the high school years, yet may make less sense for a family, but we do also have the Dream Ahead program that has a lot of flexible investment options with varying degrees of risk. You can have very relatively safe um, bond-based investments, or you can have more aggressive stock-based investments um, that can be, you know, and you can pick those based on your risk tolerance or the age of your child. But we try to offer something for every, you know, we say it's never too early, but we also say it's never too late. But with the GET program specifically, the earlier the better. And as you were saying about your lovely little daughter, she already has her GET program. That's that's right. And, and, you know, I'm very fortunate to work for the program that I do and that I this was kind of ingrained in me. Like you talked about, like you being exposed to certain messaging can change your behavior. And so for me, if I had never worked for a program like this, I, I honestly don't know if I'd be in as good of a position where I am with her about planning ahead and getting her savings started. Um, so... Anyway, that's what I'm trying to share with families is is how powerful that is and what a relief it can be to know that you've gotten. And it's just like just that act of getting started. I know when I started working, I had this hesitancy to want to contribute to my retirement savings, for example. It's like, well, I want the money I'm making now. Uh, I don't you know, want to worry about that yet. But, you know, through coworkers who just kept encouraging me, like, you really got to attend to that. You got to attend to that. It was do what you can every time you get a raise, increase the amount. And and it worked. And it just, once I kind of broke through that dam of my own um, stubbornness, if you will, um, it became easier and easier. And that's a, what we see with college savings as well for families is it's just too easy to put it off, but you don't want your child to be, you know, junior, senior in high school looking at college options and wondering whether or not you can afford to go. Wouldn't that be a much more powerful message to say, you know what, I'm so glad, you know, you know, there are so many options available to you and we're confident that we can help you get there because we've, we've made these efforts over time. So let's mention the website, Luke, because there, that's where the enrollment can happen, but all the other information is available because we've touched on things, but to get more into, into depth, that information is there. So the website is? Uh, WA State. 529.wa.gov. So wa-state529.wa.gov. And yes, it has information on both Get and Dream Ahead. It tells you how you can uh, enroll uh, in the Get program before our, our deadline that is coming up in just a few days. And, and again, it's a wealth of information. And there are great people that you can call if you just want to talk to a live person, super knowledgeable on the program, can field any question you can throw at them. Our contact center can be reached at 800 955 That's perfect. So those bases are covered. So GET has been uh, in existence here in Washington State since uh, 1998, you were telling us. So there have been a lot of students who have had the the, uh, 
savings plan and used it at colleges and not just uh, in state, but in uh, across the country, right? That's right. We've, we've now had uh, 55,000 students use over $1.2 billion in GET benefits. And if you include our relatively new Dream Ahead program in that, it's over 60,000 students and $1.5 billion. That's $1.5 billion families have saved in advance and, and taking a chunk out of that need for student loan debt. Um, a very powerful thing. But yes, you said, you mentioned all over the, the country, and that's true. We've had students use their benefits in all 50 states even in at least 15 different countries that we know of. So, again, that demonstrates the flexibility of these plans. And, you know, where, wherever a child wants to go, these plans can go with them and help fund their college costs. Right. And just to uh, remind people that um, if a scholarship's involved, those funds can, are, are flexed. You can use it for covering the cost of room and board, of books, uh, that sort of thing. That's absolutely right. And again, we we try to make the plan as flexible as we can. And the federal government, because this is a you know a five two nine plan, is kind of set by the federal government as far as what expenses are allowed. And over time, they've continued expanding the use because they know every a higher education looks different to every student. It's not a four year university for everyone. It can be an apprenticeship program. It can be a trade school or a community college. Students have all sorts of different pathways, and we want to be there to support them along the way. And that's what's encouraging, I think, is to really lay that out ahead of time so that we see these really wonderful and exciting different paths to having this brighter future because uh, we have these opportunities that we don't have to stress about the cost of them along the way. This is the way to just make it so much less stressful, both for ourselves as parents, as uh, family members, and for our kids going forward. Yes. Anything you can do today, um, like I said, that I even speaking from my personal experience, knowing now that I've gotten this, started this active saving and have gotten a plan going, it's just such a relief knowing that, you know, I'm not going to save enough to cover all of Hope's future college expenses, but knowing that, you know, we're putting it future into our hands and just having kind of more control over, again, what hopefully being able to provide her choice of where she wants to go and what she wants to study and what she wants to pursue. And, you know, at 15 months old, she's exploring a lot of things and none of us have any idea what she's ultimately going to be, but but we're just rest that much easier at night knowing that we have a plan in place and we can help her get there no matter what she wants to do. Yes, absolutely. And we can do that for each of the kids in our own lives. And I think um, I'm just going to go back to what you said about what you needed to kind of wrangle with a bit in terms of retirement savings, Luke, is, you know, maybe this is the process like, oh, where am I going to get the funds? I want to use that money for this. But, you know, if we really think about what it can do for the future, and if we just make a breakthrough, we'll realize that I've set that money aside, and it's just kind of out of sight, out of mind, doing its thing, and and we feel we can live on what we have because we've apportioned it that way. Yes, definitely, and a very, very good point. And, yeah, we just have to do the best we can and and just got to keep up, uh, keep at it. Exactly. And also just reach out to family members and say, hey, you know, a little gift is great. And uh, 
consider then using some funds to put towards this education campaign that we have got going, then they know it and it's all set toward the future. Definitely. Uh, many hands make light work. So get as many uh, family members as you can involved in this active saving and it's, it's all going to add up into the future. Again, that's what we're doing in my family and it, it does make everything easier. And, and like you said, there's still room for the toys and other fun things, but don't let that kind of we live in a consumer-driven society, so just just uh, try to think, get creative about how to break out of that mindset to where, again, we can be thinking ahead and instead of just thinking in the moment. Exactly. Well, Luke Miner, it's always so wonderful to connect with you and just be reminded of all this important aspect of not just our life, but for the future, because our kids and the future, this is really what it's all about. And I so appreciate that you do the work that you do and that you come here and, and give us all these important insights every, every few months or at least once a year. Yeah, well, well, thank you, Kay, and I certainly appreciate the work you're doing to help uh, folks like me be able to talk with you and your, your listeners to try and get this information out there. I know you also talk to a lot of other folks who are talking about very important things that, that ultimately are here to help families and communities, and that's what we're trying to do. And again, it's, it's about planning ahead. It's about you know thinking about the future, and it's about kind of getting ahead of things so you're not behind the eight ball when it comes time for some of these large uh, expenses and considerations, and students will be better off for that. Precisely. Well, Luke Miner, many thanks, and look forward to our next conversation. Thanks so much, Kate. Uh, I definitely look forward to, and maybe seeing you again in person one of these days. Yes, that, that definitely, you know, is something on the horizon, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. We're, we're going in a very positive direction, and I, I feel good.